What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to the Hood to Tech podcast, where I discuss my journey of growing up in the hood to Atlanta to starting a tech business. We will talk about tech, business, Jesus, and everything in between. Welcome to the ninth episode. Let's get it. We are here. We are back. Again, welcome to the ninth episode. The title of today's podcast is Tumbleweeds. And I'm sure you're thinking, like, what? What is he talking about with tumbleweeds? But we'll we'll get into that. The the previous podcast talked about growing up in Atlanta, being in Atlanta. Um the things that I learned about in Atlanta. This podcast is about making Georgia. And I know for some people listening to Making Georgia, I'm sorry, I'm calling it the tumbleweeds, but this is before I knew about Making Georgia. So anyway, let's get into it. Um why why am I here in Making Georgia? I'm excited to be here. Obviously, I live here uh, my wife and I, we, we love it here. Uh, we, we're a big part of the community. But prior to coming to Macon, of course, all I knew of Macon was that was the signs that you see as you're driving around Atlanta. Well, technically, when you're when you're going south, anywhere in Atlanta or even on 285, at some point you see the word making on the highway signs. And that's all I ever knew of making. And I think there was one time maybe when I was traveling to Florida prior to going to college that we we obviously passed through making, but I, I didn't remember what it was. Right. So but let me back up a little bit before we get to making. So and even talk about what brought me to making. Like, why am I here? So during this time, this was actually the time for me to figure out where I was going for college. This is senior year of high school. Everybody's like thinking about college, which which was kind of cool because, again, I, I grew up in or I went to a high school that was mixed. Um, our school was traditionally people who, well, I'm, let me not sugarcoat it. It was people of that grew up in nicer neighborhoods. So the expectation was that, hey, these people are smart. They're going to do their work, et cetera, et cetera, um, with, the, with a few exceptions of uh, some bad behavior, uh, children. But then it, it sort of changed a little bit. I think it was my junior year, high school year, somewhere in there, or sophomore year where, maybe sophomore um, when the no offense to, to the people, no offense, it's just different culture. But when the flood happened in New Orleans, the Katrina, a ton of New Orleans people, the N.O., came to Atlanta and they actually stayed. And so we had a flood of students to come to our school, no pun intended. And that sort of changed the culture a little bit of the school uh, because you had these people who grew up obviously in a different area, 
and it was it was different. So that was one dynamic. The other dynamic was that the school there was another high school that consolidated with us. Oh, that's actually crazy because technically I should have went to the school that was in my neighborhood, but like we moved around a lot. But anyway, I was able to go to the high school that that I went to because Harper Archer, which was a high school like way back when, consolidated with my high school. And so that brought a whole nother piece to our school in terms of different, different students, different people, so forth and so on. And so anyway, um, that's a long story, long story short for me to say that it went from like, hey, this sort of upper echelon group of students and group of people to a mixed bunch, which is all good. Because that's where that's how a lot of Atlanta high schools were. But anyway, we we considered ourselves and I'm like, I don't know, like what? Anyway, the way that we were taught, the way that we were brought up in high school was that hey, the expectation was that most of the kids were going to go to college. My family, um, it was cool before my mom passed. She actually ended up going back to school. She dropped out of high school her senior year when she got pregnant with my sister. But it was cool for her to go back, get her GED, go to college, um, get her bachelor's. That was dope. I'm so proud of my mom uh, for that. But also, prior to that, my sister went to college. So it was, I think it was this unspoken thing in in my family. I I don't really recall my mom saying, hey, you better go to college, you better do this, you better do that. Because honestly, a lot of the a lot of the stuff when it came to college, I had to do myself. So registering for the FAFSA, applying to different colleges, doing just the different applications, uh, working with the counselor, um, like a lot of that I had to do on my own. Even though my sister was in school, she was still in Atlanta. I don't know why she didn't help me. <laughs> I need to ask her. Can you help me with my college stuff? Maybe I was just independent and I was like, yo, I got this. But anyway, I remember applying to different schools. I know one thing my mom really wanted me to apply to Morehouse. She really wanted me to be a Morehouse man. She never told me why or if she did tell me why, I can't remember. But I knew that that made her happy. That made her proud. Uh, but then I got accepted into Morehouse. But then when I saw how much they were asking for, I was like, nah, I'm good. I think it was like 30 grand for one year. Like, that's way too much. And so anyway, I applied to a bunch of schools, got accepted into a bunch of schools, which, again, that's that's exciting. That's encouraging. But one school, because of my friend was like one of my best friends was going there was Bethune Cookman. I'm like, hey, let's get it. I'm about to go to Bethune. All I had in my mind was what I heard about Bethune at the time was that it was like HBCU party school. Like it had a lot of things going for it. Let's just keep it PG-13. So I was like, hey, and again, keep in mind, this is before 
my Jesus time, right? This is before I got met and my, my life got right with Jesus. So just trying to give you a little bit of like where I was and, and sort of like my mindset. But this this is this is where my head was. I'm like, hey, I'm about to go to this party school. I'm excited to go down. I mean, it still had like the prestige, like, hey, it's 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 a really good school in terms of being able to graduate from, but uh, on, on the HBCU status, but it was still a place where you know you you were gonna have fun. And so anyway, I applied. I got accepted. They sent me back. Uh, money. I think they even gave me some scholarships or something like that. But it was still, I think, like twenty grand. And so I was in this program. I can't remember the name of the program, but it was with the city of Atlanta. They basically said, "Hey, if you want to, uh, if you went to an Atlanta high school, come be a part of this program. All you had to do was apply." So I was one of the people who applied. I got accepted, and essentially they would give you money for school. And so I'm getting back these applications, requesting all this money, and I didn't apply for a ton of scholarships. I don't even think, I think I applied for some. I should have done more. I don't know why I didn't do more. But anyway, uh, I was like, yo, where am I getting this money from to go to Bethune? So I went to the Atlanta program again. I can't remember the name of it. I showed up there, and this is like the one time. So I had shown up to fill out applications and do various things uh, to be a part of the program, like meetings, all this other stuff. But I had, when I had came back to visit to ask questions of what was available to me, this was like the one time that the mayor of Atlanta, Shirley Franklin, uh, was the mayor at the time that she was in the office. And so I was like, hey, I need to speak to somebody. And they sat me in this room. And then the mayor, Mayor Shirley Franklin, Mayor Franklin, she ended up coming in. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was shocked to see her and, and talk to her. And you got to remember, like Atlanta mayors, they are they aren't like your typical mayor. Like you're you're it's like, whoa, I'm, I'm meeting the president uh, like a little bit. Let, let me it's not like that intense, but it, it's intense. Like, whoa, this is the mayor of Atlanta. I'm sitting down with the mayor. Oh, my gosh. And so anyway, she came in and I was like, hey, um, I need money for this school. <laughs> she looked at me like, um, no, we can't do that. <laughs> when I showed her all the, the different things, all the different things I needed, she was like, nope, we, we can't we can't give you money for that. But what we can do, there's this school down in Macon uh, called Macon State. And uh, we can send you there. We can we can pay for some of your housing. We can we can give you a number of things if you if you go to the school. And so I'm like, what? What is that? Where is that? I had to call my mom, and I was like, Mom, you know, I just talked to the mayor. She's like, Oh, you talked to Wow? That's cool. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, She's telling me that she can't give me money, but she told me about the school making state. Uh, should I do it? And she was like, Yeah, boy, you should do it. What are you talking about? She gonna give me yes, yes, <laughs> and so I hung up with my mom, and I was like, I guess, I guess I'll go to this. Yes, yes, I'll go to the school. So anyway, she was like, "Boy, you better take this opportunity." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, all right, all right, I'm going to uh, make it." Say, I was a little sad because I was like, "Man, I had Bethune in my head, but they were asking for too much money," which. 
at like when I think back to it, I'm actually excited that I came to Macon instead of going there. Number one, I don't know if I would have met Jesus down there. I don't know if again, like I said, I'm keeping it PG thirteen. I don't know if some other things would transpire while I was down there. Um, because it, it like all of my friends going to different schools, people had different experiences and people some of my friends got kicked out of college, like for for a couple of reasons, for a couple of things. Like either filling out or some other stuff that I'm not gonna get into. But I can only imagine if I went down there, some of the things that I would have been a part of. No offense to the school, but just knowing myself and who I was at the time, like where my mindset was. I'm like, I'm grateful for uh, moving here where <laughs> tumbleweeds roll down the street and there's only like one street light. Again, that was my mindset prior to uh, coming here. But when I came here, Yo, I was I was uh, excited. The sad part was that I realized when my parents drove off that I no longer had a car. I was like, wait, I need a car while I'm down here. Um, but my dorms was obviously close to the school. Um, and one of my roommates had, we had, uh, I had three other roommates because it was a four bedroom, sort of like dorm split apartment sort of deal we shared like the common area but everybody had their own rooms with with locked doors but anyway it was it was amazing i really i really enjoyed college i I think that it was best for me spiritually obviously i met jesus in college yes i knew jesus prior to that you guys have heard about that in a previous podcast but this is where i studied the bible got deep into God, became a disciple, the whole nine got baptized. And I and I think that coming to coming to making allowed me like there was only a flute a few people from my high school that came down and a, the few people that came down they actually didn't stay that long. I think they only stayed for like one year. But we weren't like really friends like that. I think it was some females or something like that. We I didn't really talk to them like like it like I knew them, they knew me. We were cool but we didn't talk, and I, I don't, for some reason, I don't even know if they stayed the whole year. I just remember, maybe they only came for a semester and left, but I, I was I was here. I was by myself, and I think that really gave me time, obviously, to get my life right with God, but also it, it allowed me to focus, although I did fail a couple of classes, which I was really upset because I'm like, I had never really failed anything except one class in high school, and that made me upset because I was like, whoa, like, you, you're not going to fail me. And so I ended up getting an A that next semester. It was a chemistry class. I was just goofing around, joking around too much. But being in and making allowed me to focus and get my stuff done. What's the point in talking about all of this? I'm grateful for my college years. One regret that I do have is that I, I didn't really take advantage of college as much as I could have in terms of really learning the things that I needed to learn. Like one of the things like after I had graduated or a little bit before I graduated, I started working at this doctor's office and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that in an upcoming podcast. But like there were specific classes that I took that would have really helped me with my, my job had I really focused. Like my mindset was do enough to pass or or 
be involved enough to to get like decent grades, good grades, or whatever. But don't don't really like I didn't learn. I learned to or I memorized to do well on my exams and and tests and and different things. But I didn't really take the time to learn. And so that that's my only regret in college. But again, the the point, guys, take risk. Try something new, especially if you're around that age, like 18, 17, 18, about to go to college. Or even if you're in college right now or you're about to graduate from college, like this is a pivotal time. This is the time. And again, the, the perception of college has changed tremendously. Like prior, it was like, you better go to college. Like this is the only way for you to succeed in life. Obviously, now there's a ton of other options. You don't necessarily have to go to college in order to be successful at life. Um, but if you're trying to be obviously the doctor, lawyer, so forth, so on, you definitely got to go to college for that. But this is the time where you, you take risks, do different things like do it. Take advantage of the opportunities that are before you, the opportunities to get to know yourself, to try different things, to try to understand what you like. Uh, create a plan. Don't be like too stuck to the plan unless, again, you're trying to be. Uh, like Rhodes Scholar, Doctor, Fellowship, like I'm traveling the whole world. I get there's some people, we need those people. We need those surgeons who are like top notch, like boom, they had a master plan since they were like three years old. I get it. We need some of those. You you good. But other than that, like, yo, just try something new. Try something different, especially if you grew up in the hood. Like, again, I, I had to do my own college applications. I had some help by the council, but I had to do sort of like my own stuff. Like, yo, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to try something new. Try something different. Move to a different area. Like, I know the unknown can be super scary, but don't don't give into that. Just like, yo, you might be leaving moms. Obviously, you're leaving the hood, leaving all these different things. It's okay. Like, dude, it's it's all good. Sis, it's all good. Like, try it. Do it. And even if you're older, yo, you've been thinking about starting a business and you're like, man, I got all these responsibilities. Start small. Make it happen. You can do it. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. We out. Don't forget to check out the website hoodtotech.com. That's H-O-D-T-O-T-E-C-H.com. Follow us on social media. Like, comment on Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah.